This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline Podcast. I am Dax Holt. I am joined by Mr. Adam Glenn. How are you, buddy? Dax, I am good, man. It's uh, I'm doing good, man. Life is good right now. It's been crazy the last few weeks for me. I like. It's, I'm glad as a paparazzi for me. I'm glad that it's starting to kind of settle down a little bit because the last month has been absolutely insane for me with the Met Gal, the upfronts. It's it's just been so crazy. And I'm so mad at myself, Dax, because I had a good tip yesterday. I had a good tip on Harrison Ford. Oh, and I, I didn't saw think he was I out there. Get, dude, I didn't think I could get to him. I didn't think I was going to be able to get to him, and I, th- I would have got him. And I'm pissed because I would have got Harrison Ford, who's an icon. But I don't know if Harrison Ford would have been that great or that talkative. And he's not very talkative, but how did you not get him because he doesn't move that fast? No, you know what? I it was my fault. I turned it down because I was like, you know what? I didn't think I'd be able to get to him. I thought Harrison Ford has so much money that he's going to fly private. It was a tip. I didn't think the tip was accurate, but Harrison Ford flew commercial at uh, flew commercial at the airport. No security, nothing, and oh, just wow. walked out of the airport. That's amazing. I, I thought for sure he was always flying around his own jets and stuff. That's what I thought, too. But remember he got to the accident? Yeah, and he still flies his own. He has a green jet. I see it in L.A. all the time. Really? What Do you just... He's got an entire fleet. I don't know if you know this, Adam. He's got a fleet, and they're all painted green like a... Like a uh, I don't know, like a forest green. But he's got a helicopter. He's got the private jet. He's got, like, an old-school plane. Everything's the same color green. That's how you know it's Harrison Ford's stuff. Oh, my God. It's so gnarly. I mean, listen, if you had all the money in the world like Harrison Ford, would you still want to fly your own jet? <laughs> I guess if you can, why not? I mean, don't you want to sit back a little bit and chill on a five-hour flight from L.A. to New York? Or do you want to sit there and have to worry about it and fly yourself? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I got to imagine if you know how to fly a powerful machine like that, I would rather be in control and know that my family's in the back and I'm the one controlling it than someone else. Well, let me ask you this. Pretend, uh, let's say Harrison Ford, John Travolta, wants to fly you to... Uh, oh, he's like, hey, let's I'm go not for- getting let's in go- John Travolta's jet. Hell no. Really? No. Harrison Ford. Who's had, more, who's had more issues while flying? Is it John Travolta or Harrison Ford? Who's more weird in real life? John Travolta or Harrison Ford? Very good question. <laughs> Here, I, I, we've got a guest, and I'm going to bring her in to see what her her response to this question is. So we've got Sarah Tark, which I, I think most people are going to know from the Lohan Beach Club show on MTV that premiered this year. Uh, she was one of the most recognizable cast members off the show. Sarah, welcome. Hi. Hello, Sarah. How are you doing? How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. So Thanks for doing I don't know if you heard the question that uh, that Adam just posed, but we're talking private jets. We're talking John Travolta or Harrison Ford flying you across the country. Whose plane would you rather get on? <laughs> I'm 
guys. <laughs> I just dropped like my first mix and all my tabs are up on this computer. Um, let so me funny. get out of that. Um, so Harrison Ford versus John Travolta flying me across the country. Yep. That's the question. Um, probably Harrison Ford. He, he was in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah. So pro- probably him. I, I feel like I would trust him. Um, <laughs> flying spaceship, fake spaceship. Yeah. If, he, if he could fly a, um, what's it called? One of those spaceships, then I think I could trust him flying me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So I want to get into this whole Lohan Beach Club. How, how the hell did that whole thing come about, by the way? Yeah. Um, so basically, um, my I, I've been working in nightlife in LA for a while now. Um, I've been doing bottle service, VIP hosting, and um, my boss, he was on the hills, Frankie Delgado. Shout out Frankie, um, who's been one of my mentors um, out here. And um, he basically was like, Sarah, like you're, you know, you there's this opportunity. Um, I think you'd be perfect for it. Like you should, you should take some interviews with them. Some MTV people have been reaching me out, um, reaching out to me and I went with it. I was like, sure. Why not? I was working five nights a week and, um, you know, nightlife out here. I like was so over it (laughs) and a trip to Greece just sounded amazing. Went through the interview casting process and I got it and I found out I was leaving for Greece within like four days. It was crazy. Oh, wow. And then how long were you guys there? How many, uh, I'm I'm sorry, how many, when you get, when you do something for the casting process, Mm -hmm. how many interviews, how many auditions do you go for, for something like this? Um, so basically it's like, I did a bunch of Skype interviews with some people, um, like MTV, like MTV people and Buda Murray because that was a production company. And, um, it's, it was like three interviews like over Skype. And then it was, um, it was like a in-person, like two in-person interviews. And what kind of questions do they ask you? They're like, do you like to get drunk and do you like to be crazy? No. So, I mean, I don't know if they do this every reality TV show, but, um, they ask you like personality that you take like a personality test and it's basically like they're trying to figure out like you before get it before actually knowing you, you know? So, uh, it, it was honestly like really wild. Like I still think about it to this day, how they figured out who I was through just like a, it's a 600 question like thing, but, um, it's very simple questions that, um, they do. And I think it's just like what psychologists used. I don't know. Like it was crazy. But when you, so when you're filling that out, are you thinking what would they want? What would an MTV show want? No, um, they ask you, they're like, please stay true to yourself and like what you believe in. So I did, I was like, you know what, if I'm right for this, it's going to happen. So I'm going to just stick true, you know, stay true to myself and did, um, the psychologist though, whenever I talked to him, he was like, you seem really normal. I don't know why they want you for this. <laughs> <laughs> then I went crazy while I was out there. So <laughs> that's awesome. And do you feel like, do you feel like you were different on camera than you are in real life? Um, I'm more, I was more vulnerable. Um, you know, like being out there when you're shooting a reality TV show, especially cause like it's completely different than, um, playing a role, you know? So I was out, I mean, you're playing a role essentially, but you're like finding your role while you're shooting. So like when you're shooting a reality TV show, it's just like you're stripped of every distraction. You know, they took my books away. Like I couldn't read, you know what I mean? They, you don't have your phone. Like you, they, you're basically like in their world and it's, it's liberating. Like you really figure out who you are and like what you care about, what you, you know, and, um, 
yeah, so while I was out there, I was just like super vulnerable. And um, I, you know, got into, I fell in love, like I fell in lust, like whatever. I was like dealing with some boy drama. Um, my storyline ended up like being one of the main ones. And I'm friends with all the people out there still. So um, we're all, we're like a family now, you know, just like friends, um, which is amazing. I'm happy I formed those relationships from it. But yeah, it's just a different world. It's like your life, you, it's separate from my life out here. So yeah, yeah, Dax, I have a question for you. I mean, you haven't ever done reality TV, have you? Mm, not like a normal, like not like a reality show, more just like covering celebrity news and stuff, but like in a reality kind of format, you know, like doing Dish Nation or TMZ or something like that, but not yeah. like they're following me around. Do you think you'd be able to act yourself when cameras all around you all the time? Like that's the pro that's the issue I always think. Like how would I feel cameras all around me? Would I perform? Would I be myself? Um so yeah, like so I, how do you know what I think it would like be? I think and tell me if this is true, Sarah. Is it like the first day you're like, this is weird, and then you forget? Yeah. So like I mean, for us, um, right when we got off the plane we had cameras in our faces and I was just like oh like wow this is this is happening you know and um so it was kind of awkward at first getting used to it I was just like because the reason why it's awkward is because it's like in real life and there's like real people around you so they're all like wondering what you're doing who are you especially like in a foreign country like who are you like why do you have so many cameras around you and people are just constantly staring at you so like once like that part of it is like really uncomfortable for me at least it was um, just cause like, I hate when people stare at me constantly. And, um, then, but when we were home, like, I just felt like they were part of the family. You know what I mean? They were just like a crew. So like, we were, we were like talking to them and hanging out with the crew people like, Hey, what are you going to do for fun? Like, you know what I mean? So, um, it was uh, way more chill once we felt more comfortable with the crew. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was like second nature after like the first four days, I feel like. And then when do they, when do they put the cameras down? Like, is there a point? Because they've got they've got like the houses normally wired up and stuff like that, right? Like they they want to make sure that they catch everything. But like, yeah. when when is there like the physical person leaves and you're like, okay, now I don't feel like I've got a camera in my face. Um, when I'm sleeping <laughs> or when I'm in the shower. <laughs> That's so weird. Do you, but do you even like when you're showering? You're like, I feel weird. Like I feel like someone's watching me. I was, I asked them like multiple times. I was like, there's no cameras in the bathroom. They're like, no, like there's no, that's like legally like not allowed, Sarah. Yeah. See, I, that's the thing I wonder with like, since you're filming overseas, is there different laws when it comes to reality TV and stuff like that? I have no idea. We had a lawyer, you know, like who would brief us on a lot of different things. Um, so I think they handled all that on their own end. Well, let me ask you this. Like, so the cameras go on all the time. Do you think you were yourself? Do you think you were 100% honest with yourself? Or do you think you became a character or did you start performing? In that situation, like in the situation that I was put in, I was myself. Because like, I feel like there's very different versions of me. Like obviously when I'm with my friends, like when I'm with my people in general, I feel like we always have different versions of ourselves and we don't realize it. And um, I was in a environment where I was like with a bunch of people I don't know, you know? So like when I'm in an environment with a bunch of people I don't know and in a work setting, like a double work setting, you know, I was working at the beach club and I was shooting a reality TV show. I just like go in work mode. And so like, 
I was like a little more um, reserved, you know what I mean? I had my guard up, you know? And then um, I kind of like let my guard down when I was like involved with like the other characters in my um, storyline on the show. And um, there was like three people I probably connected with most. And when I was with them, I was like myself, you know? And then when I was like with the other people or Lindsay or Panos, I kind of like had, I was like work mode, Sarah, you know? So I feel like I was myself for the most part. Um, I wasn't able to be like my fun self, you know, cause I like treated it like a job. So I kind of wish um, people saw that side of me more because people come up to me now and they're just like, Sarah, like, I feel so bad for you. Or like, oh my God, like you were robbed. Or like, they like, you know, they share their opinions. And they're like, you were my favorite, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, that's so sweet. But like, I feel like y'all don't even know me, like the real me, you know? Yeah. So where, where, where's the show go from here? Is it, did it get picked up again? I don't even know. Um, I don't want to like talk about it too much. Cause I'm still in, like not in the know, like network television, you never know, you know, yeah. um, things get picked up, things get, you know, it's crazy. But, um, I've heard some rumors and um, I'm hoping I get to go back to Greece at some point this year. I don't know if it's going to be Mykonos. Um, but yeah, that's all I really know. And that's all I really feel like I can say. <laughs> I don't want to like get in trouble. I was like, where is her other beach? Cause she's got one. She's got two in Greece though, right? One in Mykonos and one somewhere else. Yeah. So she has um, Mykonos, Athens. The one in Athens is during the winter. Um, they shut it down during um, the summer. They do Mykonos in the summer. Um, I think they're opening another one in Greece, like on a different island, maybe. Um, I was talking to Panos like literally yesterday, and um, he was talking to me about some of the stuff he's been working on. I love him. He's like the best person ever. Um, and then she has Rhode Island, I think. So, yeah, there's like three or four. Rhode Island, so random. Yeah, it's um these like the, the business, the partners she works with yeah they just all like collaborate and do these ventures well i want to hear about your first experience meeting Lindsay. you know how was she was she cool was it all on camera what were you what were your thoughts when you first met her yeah every um everything was with her i love her she's um me and her are, like cool now we're like friends now um she obviously like meeting your like you know like i grew up on Lindsay, so like meeting and i've always like held her with a level of respect. I hold a lot of celebrities because um, I, I deal with them in nightlife out here and they're normal people, you know, they're human. Um, so I try not to hold people on, a, you know, put them on a pedestal because like then, especially like when you're meeting your icons or like you're meeting these people that you've looked up to and they don't meet your standards or like your expectations, you're just disappointed. So I didn't really have any going into it. Um, I just like respected her from, you know, like Instagram, like followed her on social media. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like, she's so spiritual. Like, I love it. And so like meeting her, it was exactly that. Like she was spiritual. She was sweet. She's kind hearted. And I was like, wow. I was like, I can't believe people like hate on you. Like you're like a normal person, you know? Mm -hmm. So she was really nice. Um, obviously like when it comes to work, she's very cutthroat and you kind of see that on throughout the season and towards the end and i think she kind of gets that from panos but she also has like a soft side so she's just she's just a normal girl and um yeah she's she was sweet she was really nice the whole time so yeah i mean i i've met Lindsay a few times and she's not i feel like from my experiences again i had a totally different experience because i'm a paparazzi you just never know what Lindsay you're going to see you know, again, obviously for me, she's very, uh, 
she's very big in the news. But for me, you never know what Lindsay you're going to meet. It depends what mood she's in. It depends what day she is. I mean, she's she's always completely different. Dax, have you ever seen Lindsay? Have you ever oh, met yeah, Lindsay? Yeah. No, I, I met her. So she came in one year to TMZ, and she we did a it was a April Fool's joke. And basically, she came in and she sat down in the room and pitched a story about like Samantha Ronson and her out shopping. And we never mentioned that it was Lindsay Lohan. We never said anything. And just literally, she looked like a girl in the room pitching the story. So the amount of emails that we got afterwards was like, was that actually Lindsay Lohan pitching? So it was a funny April Fool's joke to the audience of like Lindsay in the room when they didn't expect it at all. Yeah. And she she was awesome that day. She was. I she was what was funny was when she came in I was like damn this girl's a good actress and mm-hmm. that was the thing that I walked away being like fuck how is this girl not like acting more because she she did a fantastic job in the like half hour that she was there and I'm like this girl needs to be back on camera like doing something she's a great actress that's what people I think forget about Lindsay Lohan and, and again this is my personal opinion Sarah probably can't talk about because she works with her I think she's a great actress. The only issue, in my opinion, that she has now is if you're a director, if you're a casting person, when she goes for a role, you don't see the role that she's playing. You see Lindsay Lohan. And I so think that's true. That is so true, Adam. Like that, it, that's, that nails it right there. Yeah, but I, there's nothing against her being an actress. And I think that's what all actors need to do. I just it's think kinda- that, like, I think that Lindsay's gone through a lot. You know what I mean? Like, cause I even, like, from shooting this show, you guys, like, I haven't really talked about this at all because it's um, been a while of processing, but I got PTSD from shooting that damn reality TV show. Like I, I believe it. Yeah, like I would go to work because obviously I work out here in um, LA and people don't realize that like even if you shoot something on TV, it's not like I'm a millionaire like right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like I'm still working a normal job. I'm still hustling. I'm still grinding. Um, and people will come up to me at work and I'm just like, and they're like, Oh my God, you're Sarah. And I'm like, yeah, but like I'm working, like I can't be like happy and on all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, um, and like for someone at her place, like, you know, I could not even imagine the anxiety and like, you know, the insecurities you deal with. So, cause I dealt with that, you know, and I'm not even like Kim Kardashian. I'm like, I'm literally just shot one MTV show. And just like, imagine every time you do something, you're across the headlines. And I would say 90% of the time people try to shift the headline to a negative spin just because people love to hate on a Lindsay Lohan or a Paris or a Kim Kardashian. So imagine you go out for lunch and you walk away with not giving the biggest tip of your life. And now that's all over the headlines that you're a shitty person and a shitty tipper. Like that sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I believe it. You know what, Dax? It's funny. When I've, I've been out to dinner with a few celebrities uh, and lunch and stuff like that, and I get myself, I get a little paranoid that I feel bad for them because when it comes to tipping, they have to go a little bit extra. They have to be a little bit extra nicer because they don't want people to have the wrong impression. So what happens is I wind up paying the bill. Because I can only imagine what that must <laughs> feel like, you know. So I think I get secondhand anxiety. <laughs> well, so Sarah, are you? Do you get that? Like, you go out to a restaurant, the waiter recognizes you, and now you feel like, oh shit, now I got to step it up because I'm I, on a show. I was on like an MTV reality TV show, so like I hope they don't have any crazy expectations. But I'm like, I'm doing the same thing you are, cool, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because um, literally, like after the second episode of the Beach Club, like I went to Boston, like you know this restaurant that I literally go to after my workout, like every like you know 
three days or whatever during the week. And the waiter is like, oh, my God, like, you're Sarah. And I was just like, yeah, I've been coming here for, like, the past three months, but it's fine. <laughs> I've been Sarah. And then he was like, oh, like, and then he was talking to me about the show. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, this is weird, you know? Have, what's the weirdest place you've ever been recognized? <sighs> just everywhere. Like, I mean, Coachella was cool because I looked cute the whole time. <laughs> like, whenever I was at the grocery store and I looked like bomb like I'm just like I get so I get such bad and I'm by myself like I get bad anxiety and I just feel bad because I feel like like oh so there's this one time I wasn't I was in a really bad mood at work um this drunk girl kept like trying to talk to me and the next day her I was like really like standoffish and had my guard all the way up and the next day her mom commented on my Instagram and was like my daughter met Sarah in Hollywood and she's a fucking bitch like I was like what bad day like want to entertain your daughter like what that's so funny adam what about you where's the weirdest place you've been recognized oh my god um you know what i it's it's funny i got recognized i was at a ufc fight and the guy was wasted and sitting in the seat in front of me and he's like trying to take like sneak videos and photos of me (laughs) i mean there's been times i'll be honest with you i get in fights on the streets of new york city with you know cab drivers cars or fucking other paparazzi and all of a sudden, for me, the crease, and I can only imagine what happens to celebrities, to real celebrities, that people are secretly filming me. And I'm yeah. like, dude, guys, listen, nobody cares. Actually, I'll tell you what, Dax, I was at a strip club one time. Yes. I was at a strip club, and I wasn't even doing anything. And someone was trying to take video or photos of me. And they're like, oh, man, they're, people are going to love this. I go, honestly, nobody's going to care. And I wasn't even <laughs> doing anything. I wasn't even doing anything. Yeah. I was like, you know, uh, I just think that like people forget to like have just mutual respect for one another sometimes, you know, like even if you're like a celebrity or someone in the limelight at the time, I just feel like just, you know, I don't know, just like recognize it and then move on. Like you don't have to treat people like circus animals. Like we're all human here. <laughs> yeah, you know what the thing is, though? The one thing I try to be very conscious of, and this is what I do, is you have one chance at a first impression. Mm-hmm. So when I first meet people, I go above and beyond. So they go, oh, that guy was super nice. So if someone gets I, – I, obviously, listen, I am nobody. I am nobody. However, I will always take a photo with someone. And when yeah. it's a lot of times on the street, if I'm holding my camera as a paparazzi, I make the photo stream as fun as possible because um, Shaq gave me best advice. You know, Shaq is a huge, huge celebrity, one of the most recognizable celebrities in the world. And when Shaq walks in a room – he shakes everyone's hand on the way to where he's going because everyone looks at him. He's got the size. He's huge. And he shakes everyone's hand. And I said to him, I was like, dude, why do you shake everyone's hand? And he goes, I shake everyone's hand because if I shake their – all I need to do is shake their hand and they're a fan for life and they're going to tell four other people that they met Shaq today and he was really cool and nice. And then they're fans too. That's so, so when, true. You know, when I take a photo of a person, what I do is like I'll take a photo standing with them holding my camera and then I take a, a photo or a video, like I'm paparazzi them. Like, oh, what's up? What do you think about Kanye West? What do you think about Kim Kardashian? I act like I'm pop. They're like they're the celebrity, and yeah. I'm the paparazzi. Because and amazing. that's what Shaq does. Shaq does when he takes a photo with someone. He'll sometimes put their arm around them. Sometimes he'll like act like that he's choking them. And no, that's what people want. It's cool. It's it's the fun, you know. No, that's so true. Like, I, especially like I like whenever I meet a fan, I give them the biggest hug. I'm like, what? I'm like, do you want a picture? Like, if they, do you want to talk? Like, you know, just because 
these people like have put me, have given me a platform, you know what I mean? I'm like, I owe it all to them. So whenever anybody comes up to me, I always try to be like the nicest person ever. But you know, sometimes we have our bad days and (laughs) we'll come for you on Instagram nowadays. But for the most part, it's like always, you know, it's good to just be a nice person. So wait, you worked. Hold on. I want to, I want to ask her a question going off the, the advice thing. So Shaq gave him advice. Did Lindsay ever give you any advice during this whole filming? Um, yeah, she just told me to stop caring about what other people think. Like that was always like a thing. Cause I feel like she could tell, like I, um, there were some parts where like MTV would be like, Oh, Sarah, like don't wear that much makeup. And I'm like, I like wearing this much makeup. It's my art, you know? And then Lindsay would be like, don't care what other people think. Like just do whatever you want to do, you know? And like, she would allude to the fact that she's like, you don't even need that much makeup. Like you're gorgeous, you know? And like, she was always just like really nice and like would try to like break down uh, my walls, you know, where like that I've formed since living in LA. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so. I mean, she's got to live her life like that. Like, don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks because you got to, you got to do your own thing. Exactly. So I definitely, um, you know, shouts out to her for that. Um, So. With you kind of being, you know, you've been around. When I mean you've been around, you not physically. I'm just saying professionally. <laughs> um, yeah, professionally. <laughs> yeah, professionally. But you've been around to a lot of nightlife clubs. You know, you're active in nightlife. How is the club? Is it cool? Is it interesting? Like, how does that club compare to clubs you've been to? So, like, Lohan Beach Club? Yes. Okay, so Lohan Beach Club's a completely different vibe. Like, it's um, it's a beautiful vibe like it's literally like paradise out there um it's just this energy you walk in and it's just like of like mutual respect and like their families there like there are also people partying there and it's just like all like like good clean happy fun you know and like I feel like sometimes you go out to clubs in LA like you're like I would never bring my family around here you know it's like grimy but out there um the setting they Put it, I think they're re- renovating right now, so I don't think it's open. Um, a lot of people are, feel like I saw some stuff on social media where people are like, oh, my God, Lohan Beach Club's not even a thing anymore. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're renovating. It's a business. But um, they, it's just so pretty, like the beach that it's on and, like, the cabanas, the ambiance, the food. Um, it's a very, like, it's like a, like, family-type t- club. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, like, I'm not the taking my family to a club. I know, no but I'm gonna go get drunk by myself. Leave the kids at home. I know, but there were families there, which is crazy because there would be people partying, like young people partying, and like bachelor parties, like blah blah blah. And then there would also be like a family in a cabana, just like chilling, you know. So it wasn't like um, it was just like an open space, which I thought was like really cool. But but people come to the this place. Do they come for Lindsay? Do they come to have a good time, or do they even know who Lindsay is there? Um, no, cause it's like, I don't think anybody even cares. Like people in Europe, like do not care about like, like at least Greece, like the, um, the feeling I got out there. I, I even had some of my like basketball player homies, um, that were like out there when I was out there and they were like, yeah, like they were like, we try to get girls out here and like, they don't even look at us. And I was like, ha. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> Welcome to my life. So, uh, so there was like when Lindsay was out walking around, she wasn't getting just like stared at by everyone all the time. Um, some very, very few people would come up to her. Like not that many people. Like some people would come up to her, and anybody that would come up to her, she was so nice to them. You so know? I wonder. I wonder if that is cool for Lindsay or weird for Lindsay because she is one of the most famous people in the world, and everywhere think- she goes, she gets bombarded. But then yeah. it, there's also got to be that alternate side where you're like, 
why aren't people recognizing me? Why aren't people coming up to me? I think that's why she moved to Europe. I think that's why she left. I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I would think that, you know, cause like when you're out there, it's just different. Like the rest of the world is so much more different than America. And in the, like, you know, when it comes to, um, I don't know, just like mutual respect, you know? And, um, Lindsay, I feel like she appreciates it more if somebody comes up to her out there versus like, you know, out here. Mm-hmm. Cause out, out there, like it doesn't, it just doesn't happen that much. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I guess people don't care. Lindsay herself though, it, does she seem like, was she drinking a lot? Was she a partier? Um, no, I didn't see Lindsay like drink at all while, while I was out there. Um, it's her, you know, I don't really know. It's her business. Like I would only see her in a work setting. Like we didn't really get to party with her. We got to go like out to dinner with her sometimes. And she would just be like, why are you drinking? You have work tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, she was just like a, like kind of bossy and like t- telling us what to do. But I never really got to see her partying or like party with her. I've talked to her now though. And I'm like, dude, if you ever come to LA, like, let me know. Cause I would love to like go out with you. Yeah. She's not, she's like never here anymore ever. Yeah, she was in New York for a bit. Um, I don't I don't think she's been in L.A. for a while. So if you went to Europe, do you feel like she'd be like, yeah, come crash in my place? Oh, no. Yeah. She's like been begging me to come visit her. And I'm and I'm like, oh, Lindsay, like I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> so explain to me what your job was there. Like, what exactly did you do? You know? Um, so basically, okay. So working, so I work in nightlife out here in LA and like, I know how this shit goes, you know, like it's catering to VIP clients, you're hosting them, you're entertaining them. Um, whether it's like, like, say it's like a bunch of bachelors. I'm like, Hey, like you guys want girls? Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me go find some fun girls. And I, or I try to entertain them and just be like, Oh, like, where are you from? Like, just like conversation, like people go out to be entertained, you know? So, um, when I was out there, that's the mentality I had. My coworkers, on the other hand, they are just like bartenders and like, you know, like people that don't really get hospitality. Um, so it was a little hard for them. And like, I would actually like try to help them and like teach them what to do. Cause everybody's like, what is their job? Like, what are they even doing out there? And I'm like, it's hospitality. Like, look it up. You know, um, I've been doing it for years and I get paid a lot of money for it. Um, so it's just basically like catering to your client. Um, we had VIP clients that we, um, catered to every single day and they were, some people were in the fashion industry. Some people were in, you know, other MTV shows. And, um, basically like, you're just like chilling with them. Like, it's like a really easy job, but it's also like kind of draining cause you know, you're entertaining people for a living, but, um, you just you're you just want to like be their friend in that moment and just like help them like with whatever they need. So like we had like Terrence J and like Jasmine Sanders come and like you know we were just like oh like are you guys having a good time? Like do you need anything? They would tell us what they needed. We would make sure they would get it and like you know just like talk to them and if they wanted space, you just kind of have to read people, you know. And like I used to be a waitress in college and I feel like I've just been like reading people my whole life. So like I know based off like someone's body language or like just like the way they interact with you, like, you know what they need and you know what they want. How much does a bottle cost out there? Um, bottles start at like 150 euros. I think like you could get like a bottle of wine. Um, and then obviously like they go up to like 1500 or like champagne, like Dom P or something. My ass is not going to be parting there anytime soon. (laughs) 
The thing about Lohan, though, Beach Club, is that, like, there's a bar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to buy bottles. So, like, the cabanas are for the VIPs and then, like, the beach. Um, but the minimums were, like, not that bad. It was, like, $100 per person. I feel like you spend that much when you go to a bar anyways. Crazy. Do you it's think, a- like, that 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 kind of structure of nightlife of bars and clubs is going to last? Because I say this. In New York City, the nightlife has kind of died down. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of Europeans – um, because they want to come to New York, they want to party, but New Yorkers, they don't party here because I think people are just maybe over paying that much money for the alcohol, for the bottle and all this stuff because it's just... Adam, it's just you. You're getting old, dude. As long as Vegas is a thing and like money is a thing, I don't think nightlife will ever die. <laughs> like, <laughs> but so, you think people are going to continue to keep paying those prices and the market? Because I hate that they have money like that, yes. And I think you got like the young crowd that was never... that. They're just now getting into clubbing. So, like, they've been waiting, uh, you know, in the wings, and now they're 21. They're like, cool, I'm going for it. I'm going to go out. I'm going to party. And they get in college and a party party. I cater to, like, Bitcoin crowd. (laughs) Like, it's, like, so weird. It's a bunch of these nerdy kids that, like, just turned 21 and have, like, so much money from Bitcoin. And they just spend, like, thousands and thousands of dollars. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me all I had to do was in life. I'm like, I hate my life there, too. I'm like, what? It hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> so How I, did I go wrong. So Sarah, I want to know: Did you at all watch the show back and you go, "Fuck, I'm so embarrassed," or like, "I regret uh, doing that I, one thing"? Or oh my god, all the time. Like when I initially, so basically, like I went through all that shit that I went through out there, and people were like, "Sarah, like you were in Mykonos, like working on a club for Lin- at a club for Lindsay Lohan. How bad could it be?" I'm like, "You have no idea. <laughs> like I need therapy." <laughs> Um, but like, and then watching it again and having to write about it. Cause I wrote recaps for us weekly. I lived through everything again, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, it was like heartbreak and it was like betrayal, like all these emotions that I felt while I was dealing, you know, with things that I dealt with and I watch it back and I'm like, Oh, Sarah, I'm like, I'm so happy you're in a better place now. <laughs> like, but you would be willing to do it again. I would do it again with now that I like have a different mindset about it, you know, because like this was my first reality TV show I've ever shot. So like I was basically going into it like with a chicken with no head. Like it was just like a free for all and like trying to figure it out as we go. So there is there any part of you that goes, hey, I, I actually did pretty damn well in this. Like, why not go hit up Vanderpump down the street and talk to her? Um, I like reality TV show wise. Yeah. yeah. I think I did a good job um, just because I feel like I I was a relatable character and I hope that some like, you know, other women can like relate to the things that I went through. So I feel like I did a good job in that aspect. And um, I mean, I've had, I've, I've been offered like a lot of reality TV shows, um, but I turn a lot of them down because if I don't think it's a good fit for me and my brand and like who I am as a person, I just don't feel the need to do it. You know, um, if Vanderpump ever hit me up, sh- maybe I love Sheena. I met her recently and she's a sweetheart. Um, I would totally love to do a guest appearance or something. Yeah, because on- that one at least is in town, you know, that could be a full-time yeah. gig. Yeah, no, here. Vanderpump would be dope. But, um, but yeah, they, they have their, like, you know, their thing. And I actually never watched Vanderpump before Lohan. And then I watched it and I was like, whoa, I was like, okay, this is like what I feel like MTV was trying to do, but (laughs) it turned into like an MTV reality TV show, which is like a completely different lane. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen at that club or at a club in LA? 
Um, I see crazy things in LA all the time. Like I see, um, just like people, you know, like the people that I meet, like Kit Harrington, like Jon Snow was at like Poppy one time. And I was just like, my mind was blown. I was like, oh my God, I'm in this, I'm breathing the same air as like Jon Snow right now, you know? <laughs> Is he so the like, famous, most famous person you've ever met inside a club? Uh, no, I went to Michael B. Jordan's birthday party recently. Um, or that was like around Grammy weekend. Um, there's some of my, there's some of my good friends actually. I've just met them through like nightlife, like him and Sterling Brim and Terrence J and stuff. And um, Michael B's at Michael B. Jordan's birthday party, Jay Z and Beyonce were there. Oh shit! Yeah, like, oh my God, I was like, this is really cool. So yeah. like my, you know, my LA nightlife experience has been pretty cool, just because I work in the industry, you know. And I try to remind myself, I'm like, you're here because you work in the industry. Like you're here with reason. Like you know what I mean. So like, don't act like a fan, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just be just be a part of it and appreciate it, you know. That's awesome. Well, so you know, go ahead. No, I was going to just say, like, have you ever seen, you know, I got to ask this because I'm just curious. Um, have you ever seen, like, a celebrity fight or kind of get down in a club through L.A. or when you were working in the L.A. nightlife? Um, not, nothing too crazy. I see Instagram models get in little fights all the time. <laughs> um, oh, I was, oh, God, I don't even know if I should say this. Whatever. Um, I was at Hyde where I used to work and I was talking to Leonardo DiCaprio. And we were just like talking and um, in front of us, like there were these like two Instagram models that like got in a fight and we both like stopped our conversation and just like watched them. And we were like, oh, my God, like this is crazy. So that was a pretty surreal moment. I told my mom about it the next day. <laughs> You're like, I'm uh, just having a casual conversation with Leo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, peace, mom. I was like, I'm not I'm never going out ever again. After this. <laughs> That's awesome. What, what was his response to the whole thing? Um, he was just watching and then, he, and then I looked over and he like laughed. I was like, oh, okay. He was probably, he probably knew he had, he shouldn't be here. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, that was really like the biggest club in Hollywood for the longest time. It was crazy. Hyde was a big deal. Oh, Hyde's still a big deal. Like Frankie still running that shit. Like he kills it every weekend. Um, I'm throwing my own parties this summer though. So I'm excited about those. I feel like those are going to be a vibe. Um, I'm doing it with Hwood. So they do like Bootsy, Poppy, Delilah, yeah. like all those spots. And um, yeah, I'm throwing my own summer party at Shore Bar this summer. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be on Saturdays during the day. That's awesome. So what's your you, advice? Go ahead. Just, Sorry, Adam. I keep. What's your advice to people to get into the club without spending money? Without <laughs> um, well, no. I feel like. I just don't like what people shouldn't want to like go to the club. Like if you want to go to hide, then you need to be doing something to be like going to hide. You know what I mean? Like you either need to be working in the industry. You need to be like, you need to either have a lot of money. You either need to like, you know, know the right people. Like I feel like, cause everything that I do nowadays, I do it with reason. And if I don't have a reason for being there, then I don't feel like I should be there. You know, if I'm like, if I don't feel like I should be partying with all these like rich dudes, I'm like, no, like I don't, this isn't where I need to be right now. You know what I mean? I need to be like at a bar with like my friends. So like, I feel like when people go out, like they just need to like, I, I don't mean this in a rude way, but like stay in your lane, <laughs> you know, like if you, and if you know, you're from out of town, going to these hot Hollywood spots is like always really dope, but it's hard to get into. And then it's like, it's a bummer, you know, when you don't know the right people and then you're like not having fun. And I feel like, People need to remember that, like, you know, when you go out, you're going out to have fun and it's an experience and that's how you should treat it. So that 
that's how you should, you know, figure out where you want to go. So besides, besides being like in the club industry and doing that, you're also DJing, right? Yes. Um, so I just started DJing recently. Um, it's So music's been a passion of mine forever. Um, before I even moved to LA, I wrote for um, a bunch of different publications. Like I, So basically my career started because I hated um like I was I went to Baylor and um I just was a college kid who like loved going to festivals and like concerts because I loved music so much and I was like a really good writer I did um journalism and I decided to just like start writing I met the right people I started writing for Vibe, Complex, Billboard like all these publications and um from there I was like oh wait like writing isn't that lucrative so what can I do you know how can I use these connects I've made to make money and so I started like booking talent at clubs and that's how I got into nightlife so then I was doing nightlife for the longest time now I shot this reality tv show and now I'm like wait I want to tap back into the things I'm passionate about and that's music and I love putting other artists on so I taught myself how to DJ um and I work with like Diplo and like the Mad Decent um, team and they've been helping me with everything and yeah it's like it's such a fun little journey that I've been on recently. Now are you going to be doing that at your your summer parties? Yes I'm actually going to start DJing at my summer parties so I'm really excited because I just like want to play good music and like make sure people have a good time you know. Nice well it seems like you're doing the right route I mean if you I feel that the DJing thing can bring in some major cash if you're good at it. Exactly. And I'm passionate about it. So I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do the right way. Like, I don't want it to be like formulate some like team and just like, I want it to be like, you know, I want to respect the craft because like, I used to write about DJs, you know, so like, I know how hard it is to be good to be a tastemaker. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm just trying to do right now. I'm trying to perfect it and then monetize make some money, take over the world. <laughs> and how did you get into doing like the LA Weekly podcast? Wait, it was, it's called LA Weekly Weekly Podcast. So I do the podcast with LA Weekly every week. Um, I got into that through just one of my mutual friends introduced me to Brian Kaye. I love him. Shout out. Um, he's my co-host and he's also the CEO of LA Weekly. And basically like we went to this little industry mixer thing that I got invited to and um like shout out Lohan Beach Club because it's opened so many doors for me, but um and MTV. But um so I met Brian through this mixer thing and um he was like and I told him I was like, Yeah, I was like, I love LA Weekly, like I used to be a writer. Um and then when he found out I was a writer, he was like, Wait, what? And then like I showed him, you know, my portfolio and like the stuff I've done and he was like, You should he was like, You need to come on my podcast. I come on his podcast and they're just like, Wait, y'all's banter is like really good. And then I was like, shit, I was like, let's do it. I was like, I'll be your co-host if you need one, you know? Nice. So, yeah, so that's how I got into that. That's fun. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting to hear how people end up where they they land, you know? It's just like the random party. It's putting yourself out there. It really is. You know, people always ask me for advice, like, Sarah, like, how are you so confident? Like, how? And I'm like, you just have to, like, be confident. And, like, you have to have a good support system. And you have to put yourself out there because closed mouths don't get fed, you know? So, like, if I, like, I try, I literally wear my career on my sleeve, you know? It's like every situation I've been in, I try to take advantage of it by um, just speaking up, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Sarah, I gotta be honest. 
I I enjoyed this conversation with you. Happy. <laughs> I know. I, I really I enjoyed this conversation. I think it's really interesting. We get a better look into reality TV, into nightlife, into Lindsay Lohan. Um, I you know, and I you're a young person, but you got some interesting. You I think you got an interesting book in you. You know, you you've experienced and you've seen a lot in a short time. Um, yeah, and I'm 24. Cool. I'm turning 25 next week, and I'm like, oh my god, like, oh my god, what? crazy to look what you've done, you know. And you're, you're. I mean, it sounds like you're killing it, you know. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really cool to hear, especially, you know. And look at your personally, you're friends with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, yeah I never would have thought that would have been a thing. And you know what, Adam? You and I are friends with Sarah, which means we can get into hide now. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I'm on the list. Yeah, when you Sarah, next time you hear you're inside, you hear someone guy saying, uh, "Yeah, he's on Sarah's list." I'm that guy because somehow drop my name. I got you. Yeah, I'm, the only thing I'm getting bottles of is Crystal Pepsi. Okay, I can't afford the vodka. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much for joining us. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, so on everything, it's the Sarah Tariq S A R A T A R I Q. Nice. And well, thank you again, Adam. Where can people find you? You can find me at, at Adam Glenn on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I never deleted my MySpace, so you might be able to find me there. <laughs> and I don't gonna, think I ever got rid of it. So and you can scared. also find him outside of Hyde begging to get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll see me at the guy fucking pissed off outside. Yeah, I'm that guy. All right. Until next week, thank you guys. We'll talk to you later. And I'm Dax Holt. Right. See ya.